What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I googled the other day how many days it's been since February 26th of 2021 to November 23rd of 2023. These are the exact dates from when I came to India to when I am leaving. And the number of days is exactly 1,000. I did not plan on coming here, and I certainly have been antsy every day I've been here, waiting to go back. And it was never certain when that would be. Every three months, it seemed like, I thought I would be going back, even until the most recent in August, then in October. Then we decided to stay here until after Diwali and finally settled on the November 23rd date. None of it was some grand plan to stay here for an exact 1,000 days, but that is exactly what happened. And there's something significant about that round number that just makes me feel like I was meant to be here this long. It's almost as if a 1,000 days here were written into my life. And I don't know if I entirely believed in preordained destiny as someone who has willed his way through most of his life whether that will is actually free is something i can debate for hours but nonetheless it's hard not to look at this round figure and feel like somewhere somehow it was written maktub and so i wanted to recall some of the things that come to my mind of these thousand days in no particular order if you listen to this show regularly It's possible that I will repeat some of the lessons that I've recorded on a week-to-week basis. Through this podcast, I have almost a log of my entire time here. And I don't know if I want to even organize or list out everything that I learned. So I will let my intuition guide me and discuss what comes to the surface. The first is just to reiterate what I started with. It has a lot to do with asserting control and the feeling of powerlessness. This grand destiny that I don't know if I'm entirely controlling. No matter how much I looked at my clock, I could have never predicted the timeline on which my father's health would have improved. I could not even predict whether he could have ever come back with me. I could not, no matter how much I willed my way through it, could not speed up the process and have gone back in half the time. And trust me, I would not mind if it was less momentous and 472 days or a 500-day pilgrimage or even 50 But what is meant to be feels like it has more power than what I mean for it to be. What I mean for it to have. I try not to get lost in the magic of things, but it's really hard not to see this round number as not only a way to settle my heart for the time lost here or what it felt like, but it also gives me a lot of solace that I am being guided and that I will continue to have this hand of guidance in my life. It's only been... Foolish of me to ever doubt it, but hindsight has a sweet tinge to it. The bad times just tend to fade and the good times adhere themselves to your memory. And the mountains always look smaller in their rear view. Another thing that I learned about myself is that I can handle way more pressure and way more stress than I could have ever imagined. Or that I would have ever signed up for voluntarily. See, we as humans have an infinite capacity to carry a load. 
but most of us will not test our own load-bearing capacity. And it is only when the weight and the load is thrust upon us that we discover our true strengths. It's only when we take the responsibility in our lives that add the weight to us that then shows us how much we have within us to expand. Also, I saw that I never really know if I'm ever making the right decisions. I probably made thousands of decisions in my thousand days here, and some were really high stakes, some of the utmost importance. Some I had to bring my family in on because it would affect my father's health and any consequences. And still many just left me to decide without any guidance. Some were so emotionally charged that I could not even research my way out of them. Every time I sat down to learn something about a medical issue, I would get overwhelmed with emotion and would have to do it in small increments to just let myself breathe in the middle. Still though, I realized, no matter how much information you gather, there is no such thing as knowing if you are making the right decision. You can only know this in hindsight, whether it was or was not the right decision. So at a certain point, you just have to trust your intuition and take the leap and trust your intention and trust that you have your heart in the right place. What I also realized is that I do not like being alone. Ironically, I also realized that I can survive alone. But much of life's joys, even simple ones like eating, are so much better when shared. At the same time, even when in company or with those you love, what you are going through, the sensations and the pain in your body and mind are only for you to bear and cannot be shared. No matter how much someone takes care of you, the sore throat is yours to swallow, the ache yours to brace through, and the anguish is for you to suffer and the load for you to carry. At the end of it all, even if I wasn't alone, this time alone took away the illusion that anyone else could ever take the actions that I need to take to manage myself out of my own problems. You can sometimes forget that when you are surrounded by all your loved ones and all the people there to support you. And sometimes just talking about it makes you feel like you solved the problem, but action is still pending. I learned that you never really know what someone is going through. And what could look like to you is their ailment could really be their salvation. You have no idea what people need saving from and how their lack by your measures could really be abundance in their affinity to divinity, their closeness to God. You have no idea how close they are. I learned that I fall in love fast and that being able to love hard, no matter how much hurt it sets you up for, is a superpower. You don't need to be childhood friends with people to have the deepest of relationships. Even one interaction, an attentive greeting, pure connection through your eyes while you communicate is enough to build a bond for a lifetime. I leave here with an enriched life full of brothers and sisters. We can never take anything nor leave anything behind other than love. And it's worth all the woes that it comes with all the pain attached. Our humanity is worth a little discomfort. It's actually worth a lot of discomfort. The love is worth it all. And I really want to keep going. 
But I also don't even want to pretend that I can make this an exhaustive episode, an exhaustive list. I cannot sum up all the feelings and emotions and depth this time here has added to my character. And I don't even know if I know all those things yet. I will see it slowly as I bring back this new me to the life I left behind and the life I'm going to create going forward. So to the people I now consider my family in India, to my entire time here and every human I ever interacted with, to every lesson learned, to every mistake I made, I honor you all. I love you, family. Stay true always. See you next time in America. God bless.